Welcome to another episode of Morning Coffee with your host, Rick Alexander. I started this show to talk about all of the interesting, complex, paradoxical, and sometimes uncomfortable aspects of the human experience. If you get anything from this show, the greatest compliment you could give me is to share this show with somebody that you think the message may resonate with or to head to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Additionally, if you want to interact with me, you can follow me at rickalexander underscore on Instagram. Without further ado, on to the show. Everybody, happy Thursday. Today I'm continuing my mini-series, uh, doing some teachings out of my revised edition of my first book, Burn Your Couch, which of course is linked up in the show notes of this episode. So today I'm going to do a teaching from chapter 5 called The Truth About Success. And I kind of wanted to actually start with the quote that I used at the beginning of this chapter because I really like it. It's by uh, Bessie Stanley. He has achieved success who has lived well, laughed often, and loved much who has enjoyed the trust of pure women, the respect of intelligent men, and the love of little children, who has filled his niche and accomplished his task, who has never lacked appreciation of earth's beauty or failed to express it, who has left the world better than he found it, whether an improved poppy, a perfect poem, or a rescued soul, who has always looked for the best in others and given them the best he had, whose life was an inspiration, whose memory a benediction. And so now I go into uh, this chapter, and I'm just going to read the first like page and a half here. There is no roadmap that tells us how someone might become successful in life. The path to success is not linear. It's more like a pretzel taped to a hockey stick. We twist and turn our way through setbacks, lessons we repeat because we did not learn, and roads that just come to an end for no apparent reason. Perhaps the market crumbles, a relationship ends, or a new, better product launches with more success, and the competition capitalize on that trend. It can be years before we get to the part that propels us upward, free and clear of early setbacks and obstacles. Those who do figure out how to succeed in any given area of life, however, tend to know how to replicate that success. This is partly why you see millionaires lose everything only to gain it all back again. They understand what matters beyond what everyone else understands. They see the underlying systems that are in place and they work off of those. They also tend to understand what within themselves holds them back from what they want. This concerns the way they talk to themselves, the way they think about their projects, and their general mindset and ability to actually allow themselves to have the success they seek. Most of us who never escape the pretzel have some deep-seated belief that we don't actually deserve to. It's also important to understand here that just because someone has gained success for themselves in a given area, the success doesn't indicate that they have the ability to teach you how to achieve those same results. I see this often in the fitness world I began my career in. The fact that doing something and teaching something are actually very different disciplines is lost on many of today's self-improvement gurus. Coaching and mentoring are skill sets in and of themselves. So here, the first thing to understand is you must know 
what success is for you in the first place, right? There's There are levels to this teaching. And so when I wrote this, to be quite honest, I was only thinking of material success, right? And since then, I've broadened my scope on what it means to be successful in life in general. And so I kind of go into that in my new book a bit. But it's worth noting that if you don't know how you value success or how you measure it, you have no way of knowing whether you're going toward it or not. And if you take the world's values for success, you know, as Chris Dancy says, we value what we can measure because we have no way of measuring what we can value. And in that, you see what the metrics the world is going to give you is going to be money. It's going to be material because we can measure it. What you want to ask yourself is, is there something beyond that? You know, what does that mean? Like, I get the money. I get it. So why do you want the money? What does the money represent? What does it provide for you? And so you go deeper and deeper into your own thought process, figuring out how do I conceive of success in the first place? And then however that is, that's going to help you figure out how it is that you want to achieve it. And so that's why I started out with that quote by Bessie Stanley, because it's important to understand that there are dimensions, like broad dimensions to what we mean whenever we use the word success. And only in the last three years, really two years since I've written this book, have I really come to understand that success can be measured in many, many ways. And it's important to understand what those ways are. But let's assume for now that you've understood what you want in life, like how you're going after it, whether it's in a business or something else. Well, as you do, you also have to recognize that we want it to be linear because that's what's simple for us. But it's just not how it works. Because as I said earlier this week, you're always mining yourself, you're mining your world for resources, you're gaining potential, you're gaining capacity as you engage with your life. And so as you do so, it's important to understand that sometimes the way you gain that capacity is by failing. You know, the way you gain that capacity is by seeing someone else do it better than you. You see the market crumble. You see that you you miscalculated something. And so that failure is always the tuition you're paying and to learn how to reach the part where success actually does become linear. And then once it does, it becomes highly replicable, especially if we're talking about material success, right? Because it, it's about learning the underlying things that are holding you back from it in the first place. And so I use that analogy in my early writing days of a pretzel taped to a hockey stick because that's what it feels like. You're like winding back and forth. You're reaching dead ends. And you just have to engage with the world in this way, understanding that this is this is the price. You know, this is what it takes in order to get to the part where you're launching up, you know, and able to replicate that success in some way. Another thing that I spoke to in here, which I think we absolutely have to mention is you know, they see the underlying systems that are in place and then they work off of those. They also tend to understand what within themselves holds them back from what they want. This concerns the way they talk to themselves, the way they think about their projects, and their general mindset and ability to actually allow themselves to have the success that they seek. It's interesting, I only really approach that in a couple of different ways in this book, but in the new book, I really get into this idea of Asking yourself the tough questions, which is, how am I contributing to the pain in my life? You go out, you try to be successful, things don't work out, markets turn downward, you don't get the traction right away that you were hoping to get. Now, the first thing that's going to want to happen, especially before you've really started to do this inner work, is you're going to tie your identity up into what that means about you. And so you understand that you can't possibly 
you know, be your best while simultaneously beating yourself up for not being your best. But what happens is we get stuck in this loop of thinking that when things aren't going well for us, that it means something about us. I've, I've spent many, many times of my life stuck in this place. And unfortunately, that keeps us from actually doing the thing that we're here for. And so asking yourself that question, like, how am I contributing to this? What didn't I what didn't I think about correctly? How did I conceptualize this game in a way that's not leading me to success? And if you can do that without, you know, with a bit of objectivity to yourself, knowing that if you did conceive of it wrong, which is most likely always going to be the case when you first start out trying to do something, well, it's just important to figure out what you did so that you can obviously make the corrections because if the problem's out in the world, there's just no corrections that you can make. Um, The final part here that I went into, and the reason I wanted to read that last paragraph is just to touch on it in this uh, episode too. One thing you see in the fitness world is people who have really good aesthetics or are naturally like gifted athletes. And so they achieve some amount of success, whether that's doing good in their sport or just getting a lot of followers. And then it's easy to think that because they have that, that they can teach you how to have that. And so they become coaches. And so there's a really toxic coaching culture in the world today. And the art of being able to coach somebody is its own discipline. It's its own thing that you have to get good at. And so you don't, this is the problem with comparison. As you look out in the world, you see people that are doing quote unquote better than you in some way. They, they seem to be ahead of you in some way. And then you think that they could teach you how to get there as if they know. And there's so many things that come with success, you know, however it is you're measuring it in this case, that we happen into, that are just happenstance, that are, you know, gifted, natural ability, starting place, you know, what they know about the market, what their particular business is, timing, product market fit, all these things go into the equation of what makes somebody successful. And so, especially in the business sense, as I'm talking about in this book, and so when you start to see that, you see that a lot of these self-improvement gurus are, they don't know. They don't know why they got successful or they're only successful in telling other people how to be successful, but not in anything else. And so then that becomes its own issue. And so you have all of these people that are getting paid so that you'll validate their lifestyle, right? They don't have something genuine to share with you. Rather, they have a big following and they say, if you want to be like me, which I know you do because you're following me, then you can pay me. And what that does is it supports the system that they're living out, but doesn't necessarily mean that they can lead you to any semblance of success whatsoever. And so I don't know, that's just something that I really wanted to put in here because I really believe in coaching. You know, I get coaches myself. I believe in investing in yourself. And at the same time, it's important to recognize just because somebody has some semblance of success does not mean that they can replicate that for you because as I've been saying throughout this whole episode, there are too many factors that go into it. It's not straightforward. And so coaching is its own, it's its own art, its own skill set that you have to learn to develop yourself in. I just say that as a word of caution as you do look to become successful in the multitude of arenas that you're going to look to be successful in your life. It's important to understand I've, I've been the toxic coach, I've been the good coach, I've been the you know, good athlete, I've been the toxic athlete. Like I feel like I've really been on all sides of 
that equation and what what it comes down to at the end of the day is you really want to get clear about what it even means to you to be successful find people that are invested in being able to help you through that stage in life and then invest in yourself in that way toward that success that you're looking for anyway have an amazing day i love you guys and we will talk tomorrow with the final episode of this series on morning coffee